Hello, Earthlings. Welcome to the Bagel Babes podcast, or welcome back if you are a subscriber. My name is Kelsey. I'm your host, the blogger behind Blondes and Bagels, your resource for no BS tips for better living. Today's episode, as you can tell by the title, we are talking about The Obstacle is the Way. And this is inspired by a book I read, you know, aptly titled, The Obstacle is the Way, (laughs) The Timeless Art of Turning Trials into Triumph. And this book is by Ryan Holiday. I'm obsessed with all of Ryan Holiday's work. He believes in the philosophy of stoicism. Google it. It rocks. It's amazing. My favorite book of all time probably now at this point is actually Daily Stoic. It's not a devotional really because there's no religious aspect to it, but it kind of has that format. It's like one page a day. It has a quote from philosophers like Socrates or world leaders like Marcus Aurelius. And then it kind of goes into an explanation as to what you need to take away from that quote. It's really good. It kind of gives you like one thing to think about each day and helps you march towards living your life as a stoic. Anyway, really love his work. He started this like new revolution, I feel like a modern revolution of stoicism, and this book, The Obstacle is the Way, The Timeless Art of Turning Trials into Triumph. I actually read this book at the start of quarantine, and I feel like it transformed my entire mindset it actually probably made quarantine a little bit more digestible. And primarily because I realized that how I choose to digest this entire scenario is my choice. And since Ryan is basically famous and has much better shit to do than be on my professional as fuck podcast, I'm going to have to give you my synopsis of this book because he couldn't make it today. But the book smacked me in the face in the best of ways. So I just wanted to chat about it. And as always, I like to give my little privilege warning where applicable, I am highly privileged. I recognize it. I try to make sure to acknowledge it because it's really hard to have what was that? Hard. It's very hard to have conversations like this and not acknowledge that not everyone has the ability to look at an obstacle that's been given to them and approach it from a different way. And then on top of that, we're not all given the same obstacles. Some of us have tougher obstacles. Some of us have more obstacles. And some of us were born with more obstacles than others. So just want to recognize that like I, during this time, I can work from home. I can FaceTime friends and family. I can take time to slow down. I can spend more time with my husband. I can read. I can do things that otherwise I was cramming into commute times. And, you know, I can do all of this during quarantine, you know, build not just one, but two Animal Crossing islands. So yeah, I get it. I'm I'm very privileged. I want to acknowledge that. But really this concept of the obstacle is the way would challenge my assertion that only someone with privilege could approach this concept and adopt it. I think that Ryan Holiday would argue that this concept is for literally everyone because that's the thing, right? We all have challenges and maybe they take different shapes and forms and demons than they do for other people, but we all have them. So the title of this book is drawn from a quote from Marcus Aurelius's Meditations, basically a series of personal writings that Marcus Aurelius did during his lifetime. He journaled daily. It's super interesting. But this quote that inspired the book, 
the impediment to action advances action. What stands in the way becomes the way. So basically, Ryan took a look at that quote and the philosophy of Stoicism, and he expanded that idea and created this book that talks about how we respond to obstacles and how we respond to those obstacles is actually what defines us. So he really argues that obstacles don't inhibit your success. They actually create success. And essentially, he challenges that it is his reader's interpretation of those obstacles, how we respond to them, and how we continue to respond to obstacles in the future, that that process, the obstacle is the way, that process is what actually determines our happiness and success in life. So the obstacle is the way is actually structured around three specific disciplines, perception, action, and will. We'll talk about each of those. Each section has historical anecdotes, figures from politics, commerce, sports, history. We're talking big names. Roosevelt, Rockefeller, Barack Obama, Steve Jobs. I mean, there's a lot of examples in the book. So for today's podcast, I really just wanted to have a quick, I mean, I call it quick, I'm a rambler, but a quick chat about this philosophy and this way of thinking, and we are going to break it down by those three parts. So to start off, the first part is perception. And a quote that I think is really helpful to think about, there is no good or bad without us. There's only perception. There's the event itself and the story we tell ourselves about what it means. I can't tell you enough how much that quote resonated with me because we label things. I label things. And I learned about this a lot when I was learning more about nutrition and food and how we love to label foods as like good or bad, right? Broccoli is good. Cookie is bad. And the reality is like food is not a moral, they're not moral beings, right? That cookie is not bad. It's just a cookie and it has qualities to it. We as a society have chosen to label it as something. We have created the story. We have perceived it as something. And we, I think, do that with almost everything in our lives, right? You miss the bus, you immediately label that as an inconvenience. You immediately label that and tell the story of, the story of, I'm the victim, today sucks, rather than taking that moment and labeling it as something else, perceiving it as something different. Okay, maybe this is an opportunity to walk. Maybe it's an opportunity to whip out my Kindle and read a quick couple pages before the next bus comes. I mean, like, I get it. It's annoying. It's an annoying situation. But I think the point of this this section of perception is really that we create the story. An event itself isn't good or bad or anything. We are writing the story as to what it is, which is massive. So another quote I thought was great, to prevent becoming overwhelmed by the world around us, we must, as the ancients practiced, learn how to limit our passions and their control over our lives. It takes skill and discipline to bat away the pests of bad perceptions, to separate reliable signals from deceptive ones, to filter out prejudice, expectation, and fear, but it's worth it for what's left is truth. While others are excited or afraid, we will remain calm. We will see things simply and straightforwardly as they truly are, neither good nor bad. It's complicated, right? Like this is, this takes practice. It takes daily practice. And what I've started to do is as something happens and I feel myself getting that like, ugh, the rage, the internal, why me? 
I pause for a minute and I try to think about what's the story. Is this thing actually as good or bad as I'm making it seem? Or just what's my perception? And I try not to judge it, but just understand it and know it's there and that I'm the one that's making the choice to label it as good or bad. The next section that he focuses on in the book is action. And again, I pulled quotes to really try and represent what it's all about. Where the head goes, the body follows. Perception precedes action. Right action follows the right perspective. In every situation, life is asking us a question, and our actions are the answer. So that has a lot of weight, right? Like we've talked about how you perceive things. We've talked about how you're the one that labels things are good or bad. And so now we're saying essentially action is the next step. And action is what really determines your success or value. What's your next choice? How do I choose to interpret this? And what do I choose to do about it? How do I choose to react? Not even like do something so much as like physically getting up and getting something done, but I've made this perception. I've labeled something. Now, what am I going to do? Am I going to get angry? Am I going to cry? Am I going to whine? Am I going to be upset? Or am I going to choose to march forward on a different path? Maybe not the one I thought I was going to march on, but I'm going to choose to march on it. All the philosophers of time are rolling in their graves as I try to pronounce their names. Epictetus? Anyway, this dude said, in our life, our first job is this, to divide and distinguish things into two categories. Externals I cannot control, but the choices I make with regard to them I do control. Where will I find good and bad? In me, in my choices. And the third part of the book really talks about will, which is essentially creating perseverance that can overcome difficulty. And another great quote from that section, true will is quiet humility, resilience, and flexibility. The other kind of will is weakness disguised by bluster and ambition. See which lasts longer under the hardest of obstacles. So basically what I think we are saying here is that this idea of perseverance and fighting the good fight and sometimes like the loudest showcases of that aren't the ones that last the longest. It's very easy to say, I'm getting over this, I'm doing this, but how are you living into it in the small ways, in your daily actions? How are you cultivating perseverance that over time you'll be able to keep going even as life changes? Because that's the reality, right? Life changes. We make a plan and it fucks us over. It makes another plan. So we have to be flexible and figure out how to cultivate perseverance that really lives into that flexibility and allows us to not be rattled every time something, some new obstacle lands itself in our path. And that's that, bitches. I'm really not sure, you know, Marcus Aurelius used words like bitches in meditations, but here we are. I think this book changed my life. I think the idea of this is incredibly important right now. I'm so sick of people saying we're living in unprecedented times, but here we are. We have this massive obstacle in front of us right now, and I don't think it's easy, and I don't think that everyone's been handed the same set of scenarios, but we've all been handed obstacles, and we've definitely all been handed this obstacle. So I think the question is, how do we individually perceive, act, and have will around this particular obstacle and the rest of the obstacles in our lives. What are we going to choose to do about it? How do we label it? 
What do we do with it? Lots of questions to ask ourselves, and I've definitely been asking myself those questions along the way. So I just wanted to share with you guys something that made a huge impact in my life. As always, reach out to me on Instagram at Blondes and Bagels. If you've got any questions or conversations you want to have, I'm here. I love to chat. Thank you for listening today. Pretty, pretty please subscribe and definitely leave a review, a rating if you don't mind. I'm trying to get more ratings. Appreciate ya. And I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye, guys. <laughs>